Hello, is this thing on? Welcome back to another episode of Energy 101. I feel like today is an extra special episode because as all of our lovely viewers and listeners know, Empower is coming up, our Energizing Bitcoin conference. So today, we are learning about Bitcoin. All right. And Bitcoin mining. We better call somebody who knows what they're talking about. I know. (laughs) Uh, This is our friend, Justin Ballard from Martin Legal Group. Um, He is a fellow Bitcoin bro, great friend of Digital Wildcatters and We've just coined the term the Bitcoin lawyer. So <laughs> I like it. I stay like tuned it. for that new Twitter handle. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And Thanks I'm for being be here. here. And uh, yeah, we're not competition, right? We're on the same team here. So yeah, we are. Yeah, on the same we are team. vying for mm-hmm. we just as we discussed, we want to break over the, the yeah. 10 viewer mm-hmm. like threshold, right? Wait, I feel like we should say you're also a co-host of yeah. our newest podcast, yes, right. Energizing right. Bitcoin. Which yeah. I love. Crossover. And thank you guys for having us, setting us up with that. So yeah. it's been great. I yeah. enjoyed it quite a bit. Good. Love it. We are going to kick off the episode with a fun game. <laughs> another <So>. one. <laughs> another one. Here we go again. If you saw our last episode, you know what's about to happen. <laughs> so we all have four cups. One of them has a shot of whiskey. We don't know who has it. And so we're all just going to down the shot. The point of the game is to not make a face. Is I this feel like, like this drink is a shot. setup, but just letting everyone know, I feel like there's a setup. It's not like a setup. I'm going to get hosed here. You but, can't prove that. All right. I can't prove that. You're right. Is all this right. like a thing now, Jules? For this, our this is podcast. a thing. Okay. Every episode, every guest that comes on, this is what we're doing. I hope our episodes or our viewers or listeners are different because I'm going to steal this from you guys. I think it's <laughs> you a should. Great idea. You can. Yeah. You should. Yeah. All right, good. All right. So what do we do? Are we going one by one? Or we just oh, how about we just it? cheers it? Cheers. All right. Okay. Okay. Let's just cheers it because they can, we'll clip it yeah. one by one. All right. All right. Cheers. 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 All right. <laughs> yeah, it's a setup. <laughs> it's a setup. I know. Wait, it. do you need Coke? Oh, do no, you, I'm good. It I'm needs good. a chaser got, or thing? I got oh, my yeah. mimosa by Alani. <laughs> we did come prepared <laughs> with the soda. That's what I had when I um, spit out the tequila, and I can't drink that anymore. It tastes like tequila. <laughs> really? <It> burns. <laughs> well, yeah. Hopefully, it doesn't ruin it for me because Alani's delicious. I don't know if they want to sponsor anybody Alani. on the show here, but sponsor our podcast. Mm. <laughs> I know. I'm uh, a big well, fangirl you. of Alani. They I are s- delicious. Have you had the? I follow um, the people. She just had, had a baby. Oh, really? <laughs> I didn't know. You know way more about it than I do. I know. Have you had the cherry? Um, Slush one? It tastes like it's medicine. disgusting. It tastes like the icy to me. No, I love oh, wait. It. Did y'all have y'all tried the new peach one? Uh uh-uh. uh. There's oh, a. Good? It tastes exactly like a peach. Oh wow. Okay. Mm. The yeah. blueberry one is the best flavor. Really? Yeah. I good. disagree. I'm biased. I, I I love the cherry he, cherry rush or cherry slush. Ugh. I'm not medicine. a cherry person. I don't like I don't. any of the slushy f- flavors. Oh, They're too They're sweet. too sweet. Yeah. I could, I've drank. I'm not gonna lie. I've drank like three or four of those in one day before. It's pretty bad. <laughs> Same. Yeah, Last Friday. Did you have a heart attack? <laughs> no, not that time. Um, but if I keep it up, that probably maybe will, not with Alani though. Okay. <laughs> They're hard, hard attack together. Yeah. So. Last Friday, I had like three, and I was acting like a full-on crackhead. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you kind of were. <laughs> I think I scared everyone in the office. They were like, "It's time for you to go home." So it's, it, they, uh, it ended with addictive. us putting weekly dance party oh. on the official DW calendar. Nice. And today, 
You're going to be here for oh, voluntary. You can do more of those cartwheels. I am super old and cannot dance or do cartwheels. And you barely can, can take shots, apparently. So, ugh, we gosh. should probably start talking about Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah right, let's right. dive into it. I am... We're going to like stitch him together with Empower, like all of our Alani's. We're going to get sponsored at some point. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Between Alani and Uchi. I talk about Uchi (laughs) restaurant constantly. (gasps) Like I, they, some, they need to sponsor Mm -hmm. our show. You talked about it last time. Yes, I love Uchi. I've tried to get you guys. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Uh, I love Uchi. I am always down. It's the bomb. I'm all day. I'm reaching out to them about sponsoring shows. Isn't it sushi? I feel, I feel left out because everyone talks about how amazing it is and I've never been there. It's incredible. Justin will take you. Yes. Yeah. We'll go to Uchi. I will. Can we? I want to take all you guys. <laughs> you guys hear that? Yeah. I'll we take all you guys. You heard it here we'll first. To Uchi, yes. Especially if Uchi wants to sponsor That anybody. is on the record. Yeah. That is on the record. There is no it Uchi. Is. The <laughs> official sushi partner of Digital Yes. Partners. I like it. Oh, man, Julie's I like, I don't need sushi. <laughs> Can we get a chicken? I was going to sponsor. There's like yes. three people in our office Kane. that eat sushi. <laughs> Julie has the uh, food palate of a child. (laughs) I only eat chicken and beef. Chicken tenders and grape soda, right? Yeah. Yeah. They have chicken and beef. You don't have to eat fish. Okay. Yeah. You could do that. I've actually never tried sushi, so I should probably like. The Wagyu Hot Rock. Yes. Is Mm. Is it spicy? No, it's just perfect. No, but it's like the hot rock and you like grill it. Oh, you cook your meat on it. Yeah, they have like um. <laughs> Sorry, that's <not> jewels. <laughs> Julie's got the Ju- Julie's got the uh, taste palate of a twelve-year-old. You have the jokes of a twelve-year-old. Mm. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Scratch that. We gotta cut that in. <laughs> Justin and I are obviously the most mature yes. people here. I mean, oh I got to agree. That was a good something. one. I couldn't help myself, honestly, because you were confused. <laughs> I mean, you put the meat on the rock. Okay, that's enough. Well, stay tuned for the special follow-up episode live on location at Uchi. Yeah. Yes. try sushi for the first time. Maybe. We have to. Yeah. Yeah. This that's is good. what the viewers want. <laughs> the people want it. The people want the it. The people are asking for okay. it. Okay. They want sushi ASMR. Oh, oh my gosh. okay. Man, I feel old. <laughs> I don't know what ASMR is. I've heard of it, but I don't really. I don't know, know what, what it is. stands for, but it's just like it's like this. weird noises and yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, ew. we're gonna lose that. like all our viewers right there. I know. <laughs> I don't like that. My dad and mom are in town from Minnesota, and they're staying with us for like three months. That's I a love long them time. to death. Like they're awesome, but um. My dad eating yogurt is one of the grossest things anyone has ever witnessed in their life. I promise you, it's disgusting. I love Great. you, Dad. I love Great. you, but man, not, not when you eat yet. yogurt. So, sorry. Right. Let's get into Bitcoin. Let's right. get into Bitcoin. So, I think first things first, we had already told you, like, kindergartner level. <laughs> right. If you were explaining to a kindergartner, a level below that. For the like people, your kids. like your, like your yeah. kids, like your kids, right? Right. So uh, yeah. let's start off with the most important question: What is Bitcoin? Oh, all right, and that's actually and really scary for form. me, right? I would describe it as Bitcoin is literally like a um, it's a peer to peer payment system, mm-hmm. right? So like, think of it as when you go. I went and got my hair cut today. It looks super fresh and clean, right? Especially for yeah, forty-seven year old I'm like, oh, great. Cool. You got a Gucci tonight or something? I still have hair. You yeah, got a nice Vinny's fade up or right. what? Got the low skin fade from Vinny's Barbershop. Vinny's Barbershop is incredible. They're up in the Woodlands area. If you guys want to sponsor our show, that'd be great. Um, but uh, 
So like I go there, I get my haircut. If I wanted to pay them with my credit card, mm-hmm. I'm going to end up getting a fee from mm-hmm. Visa or whoever it may be. Um, say five percent, right? And it yeah. actually was five percent on my on my charge today. If I'm paying with Bitcoin, I'm basically removing that middleman mm-hmm. and I can go peer to peer. So mm-hmm. person to person, business to business, whatever. Um, so it's basically a way to cut out these middlemen, which obviously saves money, but also allows it to be more of a a one-on-one transaction where I don't have anyone or anything interfering with that, with my ability to right. buy whatever I want. So right. in essence, like that, that is the simplest form of what I would describe Bitcoin as, is like a peer-to-peer payment system. Right. Is there a way to separate it from like the fiat system? Like, is there a way to like, value a bitcoin if you're not looking at you know how usd yeah so bitcoin is always going to be denominated in the currency where you're like located at right mm-hmm. so like um we look at we're, we're in dollars but if we were in russia it'd be what rubles or whatever theirs is or the yuan in china um so it's that's how it'll be denominated in your wherever your location is at wherever you're at that's how they denominate it um which is kind of nice because it allows it to really be really universal across the board. So mm-hmm. Bitcoin has its value and it's determined based on, you know, what your currency is or where you're at. Um, but I can pay, you know, the equivalent in USD to whatever, you know, whatever currency you on in China, I can pay it in USD to you in there, but it's Bitcoin. And so it's the same amount right. either way. Right. So really wherever you're at is what it's going to be denominated in. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, it's, it's tied to the fiat system in that, but from a pricing standpoint only. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Okay. My kids okay. who are older than kindergarten would not understand that. But so. So I know the, this math is not going to be right, mm-hmm. but for the sake of the conversation, if one Bitcoin is worth $20,000 mm-hmm. and you're going to pay in Bitcoin, but your haircut is 10 bucks. Right. That seems very cheap. I don't know how much men's mm-hmm. haircuts are. Mm-hmm. And you That's pay in Bitcoin, true. it's whatever one. Right. Okay. So, 100 millionth of a Bitcoin. Right. So, Bitcoin is made up of Satoshis. Mm. All right. So, Satoshis is like the denomination of, I think it's 100 million Satoshis make up one Bitcoin. Oh, like right? cents to dollars. Right. Right. Mm. And so, um, that's that's what's in a Bitcoin. I okay. can't remember what the number is. I'd go look it up. Doesn't but matter. But yeah, whatever it is. The concept right? is there. So, Satoshis make up like cents in a dollar. Right. Mm. So, theoretically, in my mind, over time, what will happen is when things start to convert more and more to Bitcoin because it become more of an accepted and mm-hmm. adopted currency, then you'll be pricing things in Satoshis. And that's what, how you'll pay people. So, mm. you know, hey, my haircut might be 10 Satoshis. And so I gotcha. go there and I can take my strike account and I can send it yeah. over to the, to, you know, the guys cut my hair. And Isn't Satoshi the guy that Invented, invented it. It. right okay. right which could be a guy a group whatever oh, we don't really know it's like a mystery know. right right right, mm. right so it's it's a big mystery well so but how do it's you like gossip girl yeah that's what i always compare it to <laughs> gossip girl that's perfect <laughs> how do you like send someone a bitcoin do you have to have a ledger um you, you don't have to have a ledger is more for uh taking it off off the exchanges or like holding it yourself um that, is that like a bank account, account. Uh, it's like a bank, right? Oh, it's like I'm storing my my Bitcoin mm-hmm. off of the exchange. You don't mm-hmm. want to have it on exchange. I'm going to get into that too with you guys. But you don't want to leave it on an exchange. You got to take it off. Okay. Otherwise, you don't actually have a Bitcoin. 
And that's what happened with FTX and I'll go ah. into that. But like, we'll, yeah, we'll get to there. Interesting. But basically, I, a ledger is your wallet. Okay. okay. So you hear people talk about a wallet, like get your Bitcoin off. Yeah. It's an actual thing. It's it's like a device, a little right. device. It's like so a I USB use, thing. Right. If you want to oh, think okay. of it that way. Yeah. Right. 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 And I use a uh, treasure. So it's a little, you know, black piece of plastic and it's got, you know, a touchscreen on it. And you have like a seed code mm-hmm. or seed phrase, which is basically these magic words that get you into your account. And so it's mm. that's what makes it really safe. That sounds right? like- High tech. Right. Yeah. You and those if you lose card, those little words, don't lose them. Right. <laughs> don't lose screwed. them. Don't lose them. I, yeah. I, you can get like a uh, steel card and literally put your seed phrase in it um, and then put that away somewhere safe so you don't lose it. But um, that's how you store it. Right. But mm-hmm. to pay peer to peer, Strike's the easiest one. Mm-hmm. And it, it's a great platform. And they, you know, I can literally. I can go scan either a QR code mm-hmm. from the vendor or whoever wants to accept the Bitcoin and send them directly it's exactly like the how much. It's like the equivalent to Cash App, right? Right, right. It's like a Cash App for Bitcoin. the Lightning Network. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So um, it's a great, you know, useful yeah. platform or tool, whatever you want to call it. Um, I've used it in El Salvador and mm. it's great. I, I love it. They have the Chiba wallet, but... Um, you can use Strike down there too. So that's when I go. So down like there. when you go into any place in El Salvador, mm-hmm. they always accept Bitcoin. Any right? place that does it, most of places are accepting it. They're still. I mean, and I talked about this on one of our episodes. We had uh, Marto Toches on one of our episodes. It's a. Uh, it takes time, mm-hmm. and like they've gotten a lot of grief for like things not being perfect yet with the system. You're implementing the first country in the world to implement something like this. Right. It's very difficult. It's huge. Right? It's a big move. Yeah. And and so it takes time and there's going to be hiccups. But yes, I've went down there. I have I, the second time I went down there, I only used Strike. That's mm. all I used. And and I was fine the whole time. So wow. it's progressing. And um yeah, I love that place. You guys should go and do a live podcast I, from there. We want to do a little documentary. documentary. Right. Oh, that would yeah. be awesome. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to do one like a Bitcoin law year review because mm. they're, they're about a year, over a year past mm. now the implementation of it. Right. And uh, I would like to go down there and do like a like a documentary on like what, how it has impacted the country mm-hmm. and, you know, what kind of growth they think they're going to see going forward. Because when you think about it, Sorry, this might not be one on one technically, okay. but when you look at it from the standpoint of what is it providing for the people down there? Mm-hmm. When the biggest, I guess, part of their GDP, one of the biggest mm-hmm. parts of their GDP, if not the largest, is remittances. So people coming, leaving El Salvador, but sending money back to the country from mm-hmm. the US or wherever right. they're at. US and Australia have kind of the two biggest populations of El Salvadorans outside of El Salvador. Well, they send money. They work there. They send money from there to El Salvador. That's like a huge part of their GDP. Mm. Um, when you were using like Western Union or any of those type of services, you're they're taking a huge fees. Chunk. A lot of the fees, fees right. are enormous. Yeah. Yeah. And so having Bitcoin as an option to send it via Strike or some other, you know, the Chiva wallet or whatever, you're saving so much money for the people. Like that's yeah. that's coming out of their money. Right. And that's why I get so frustrated when people talk about like the energy consumption because there's like so many things in our world that use a lot more energy mm-hmm. that are that a don't lot provide lower as hanging. much value. Exactly. <clears throat> they don't provide that kind of value for people that need 
that value. You know what I mean? And I do feel the tide turning right now. Um, I was talking to to Colin in there about um, just kind of the the view of like energy consumption and like EV, you know, electric vehicles and, Mm -hmm. and all that. And people starting to actually, I've heard more and more people talking about the environmental impacts of lithium mining and all the different type of activities that go on into green tech, green technologies. People are starting to realize like, Hey, there is, that's not all perfect, right? There, there's some Mm -hmm. real human humanity and human rights issues with the mining activities and kind of what goes on on development of like electronic ve- electric vehicles yeah. and and solar panels our, our phones, phones like yeah. right. cobalt is right. in everything and yeah. it's right. they're literally slaves yeah they're they kids you seen some of those videos of yeah like, it's, it's so sad yeah. there if y'all haven't listened to the joe rogan episode with mm. do you know his name uh, i don't i, I literally <laughs> listened to the other day and i can't remember i, I don't know either but uh he did one on mm. he went into uh what country it was an African country. African I can't country. remember which one it was. Either, right. Congo. Yeah. Congo. Congo, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and he went in there and he got to see firsthand how people mine for cobalt. And it is insane. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's women out there with like babies, babies on their back, right. breathing in all of that. And that's so we can have this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we can have And we get have new ones EVs every year. And, every other year yeah. we get a new phone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, why it's like, is, yeah, like why is no one talking about that? Yeah, like go like. It, why are why yeah. are we going after oil and gas companies and not like Apple? Right. right. But see that that I do feel the tide turn a little bit. Mm-hmm. I feel people like that upset. Yeah. I love Joe Rogan. Like I, I think I think he I'm gonna go on a tangent real quick. Okay. <laughs> Tell I, us, I Justin. feel like I, this is actually my second shot, so like <laughs> it don't take much in my <laughs> I honestly think comedians are like the last bastion of truth tellers they're, they're like 100%. the modern day prophets yes. that we have you know what yep. i mean and they say what everyone else is too scared to say. yes they do mm-hmm. and it's like and that's actually what court jesters were originally they were intended to be able to tell the king or the ruler mm-hmm. kind of the truth right mm. and, and the perspective of the people make it like it, right funny, and, and yeah. do it in a funny way and they laugh and but it was like i'm conveying a message from the people to you and mm-hmm. so that's i i think joe rogan and like dave Chappelle and all these guys are they're so important to yeah. like our society's development yeah and they're the ones that can get away with like saying the things that none of us could ever say right and i just it's remarkable to me is like they are getting joe rogan's getting out messages like he's getting out so um but anyway yeah back to the the uh bitcoin talk um where was I at? You guys just bring me back. Wait, I Sorry. have a, I have a conversation. So, how easy or like accessible is Bitcoin? Like, can how easy is it to go buy Bitcoin? Great question. Um, and actually, that would lead into the FTX stuff. Also, mm-hmm. um, it's not as easy as people think. And I, and I'm I do believe a part of the next bull run is going to be this issue. Mm-hmm. Is that um, FTX? Basically, what they're doing is they're selling opportunity like crypto okay they also sell bitcoin i don't put them in the same classification and i'll explain that why yeah i'll I'll tell you in a sec but they're telling you look buy these coins from me right keep them on the exchange we'll have your money we'll send you you know we're going to show you in your account that you have x number of bitcoin Mm -hmm. and then they're using the funds that you just sent them 
to go leverage themselves against something else, right? Um, then what happened was they are not backed up by the like a bank is from the FDIC. I was gonna say banks do the same thing. Banks do the exact same thing. They do. But they're not it, banks. <laughs> I, I don't want to sound like a crazy person, but they like if you really look at it, they operate almost like a Ponzi scheme to me. Yeah. And You're leveraging it, money right. that's not yours. Right. And so, but and they prevent like a run on them by saying, well, we're not, you're not allowed to take out more than X number of dollars today. Mm-hmm. Or it's going to take a certain amount of days to get your money over there. Right. And so these exchanges don't get that luxury. So like FTX is out there like selling Bitcoin and they put you send you an account and they show you all you got all this Bitcoin in your account. They're supposed to have that amount of Bitcoin that they're holding. Mm-hmm. Right. Obviously, FTX was not. In fact, I think they only oh. had one point one Bitcoin total what? total what? on their reserves. And so that's what I keep telling people when they're like, oh, I man. didn't know that. That's Wait, yeah. So is it like people were trying to pull their money out? Right. It didn't exist. It didn't exist. Yay. Oh, damn. Yes. And so that's where I'm like. Bitcoin's not the problem on this. FTX, it it actually shows you Bitcoin is, Bitcoin's good. Mm -hmm. Like they lied about how much Bitcoin they had. And so that was the problem. They actually did not have what they said they had. They're so, you know, we're backing it all with all this Bitcoin. The reality is they had virtually none. And so um, what the difference on those is that Bitcoin is actually truly decentralized. Mm -hmm. Like, there's not a CEO. There's not an owner. There's not a group that gets to dictate, you know, w- rules or what's going to happen. It so takes no a room for human corruption. Right. There's no room for corruption. Yeah. For corruption. And so um, that's what sets it apart from the rest of these other ones is that it's a lot harder to buy. It's a fixed supply. There's mm-hmm. 21 million that will ever be in existence. And, and so how did those get there? I was just going to ask right, that. Right. Also the happening. We should. Yeah, we will definitely touch that. on the happening. So, um, but so when they create, when Satoshi created Bitcoin, whether it be a guy or a group or however it is, um, basically he established there's 21 Bitcoin, 21 million Bitcoin ever that will exist. A certain amount of those are released every day. And that's where the miners come into play, okay. right? So mm-hmm. miners are on the network. We got this S9 here. It's running and it's got terahash, which terahash is the measurement of the processing power of the computer. I think this is probably doing like 11, 13 and a half terahash today, right? That's, or that, that's how many terahash this machine would do. The newer machines are doing significantly more, 10 times that so uh, or more. Um, but so that's how you measure processing power of this. And you're paid a certain amount of Bitcoin per terahash that's contributed to the network. Well, every day there's a fixed supply of Bitcoin that is uh, mined, mm-hmm. right? So I can't remember the number started out. I think it was 50 or something around there. Mind meaning like released? Right, right. Okay. And they're released per block. Okay, so a block, you've heard blockchain, right? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. per block, block is made up of thousands of transactions a day. Right. So per block that is solved by one of these miners, if that miner solves it today, you get 6.25 Bitcoin. If this machine solved it, you'd get 6.25 Bitcoin. People don't want to take the risk, though, of this one machine, because think of how many machines there are in the world mining Mm -hmm. Bitcoin. Millions. The chances of this machine mm-hmm. winning that Bitcoin is like very slim. It might be less than winning a lottery. Yeah. This I sounds mean, like a like a puzzle game, right? Yeah, it, it's an algorithm, yeah. right? And it's trying to to guess this number. The first one that guesses it, 
gets the Bitcoin, the rest of them validate that. And if they validate it, then it's like, all right, this block is done. It's going to go onto the blockchain. Mm. It's going to go onto the ledger, the public ledger that Bitcoin is. Boom. It connects it. They all validate it. This machine would get 6.25 Bitcoin. Because you don't want to try to run the risk of, you know, I'm running this machine. I'm paying for the power every day. Right. If I don't win, I'm just losing money. Racing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. So I go and I join a mining pool. And a mining pool is basically like a group of, if you were in a gold field, right? You're in a gold mine, right? Um, I can only mine like one acre a day, we'll say. Yeah. Well, the chances of me getting hitting some gold mine are very low, right? But if I got like, all right, us four in here. All right, guys, tell you what. What if we, if one of us hits something, we'll split it up equally. Like on holes, right. except the little boys don't get anything. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> My daughter loves that movie, by the way. Um, but, uh, so, yeah, so you go and we're all going to share in the profit then. It's like, all right, well, you did two acres today. You did one acre. You did five. I did half an Cha-ching. acre. Yeah. <laughs> so you're going to get the biggest pool. If we hit, right, you get more because you mined more. Mm. Same way with the Bitcoin mining pool is that I contribute 100 terahash. You contribute 10, 10, and 10. Well, I get a bigger chunk of that. So like I get of the Bitcoin that that pool is paying out. They're taking the risk that like one of us is going to hit. Right. And so they're going to pay us a certain amount for just contributing our terahash, our processing power to them. And so... If one of these hit, they get the 6.25 Bitcoin, but they distribute it out to us based upon what we contributed through our machines. Is there a reason for you ever just to <clears throat> single, like, does anyone just ever not join a pool? Yes. People and in fact, do? last year, there was like two oh, or three blocks hit yes. in a row where it was like people not in a pool. Random. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I don't know. I would love to find out what kind of machine it was. I can't remember. I, I don't know if they, it wasn't even a, a like if it was an S9 or something. Yeah. Hit it it's but it's like, almost yeah. like high risk, high reward. Oh, yeah. So right. totally. they got all of it. Yeah. So they got those people got 6.25 Bitcoin for, for hitting that block. So. Like six Bitcoin. Six and Excuse a fourth. me, 6.25, all that okay. freaking whiskey. <laughs> so you plug... It wasn't Holani's fault, though. You plug the machine in, and it connects to the network? The Bitcoin network. The Bitcoin network, and it just runs. Do you 24-7. Does, does someone have to do anything, I have or just so runs? many questions with that, because yeah. we so went to questions. go set up this, this miner. Mm-hmm. Um, we have that big box um, yeah. upstream. The black box, yeah. upstream yes. data. Upstream data. I it's love in my, my boy, backyard. Steve Barber. It's a wonderful product. So it's in my backyard. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, my my landlord the other day, because we rent our house, she was like, hey, I noticed a new little structure in the backyard. And I'm like, don't mind us. <laughs> you guys are getting pickleball courts and freaking black boxes in the backyard. These McLennans over here. I know. Jeez, troublemakers. Um, anyway, we were going to set it up. And I'm like, but like how? So. I think we joined maybe brains mm-hmm. yeah. and I'm right. like, okay, I get the interface. I get that. How does that machine then connect? And maybe it's, you find it through some kind of like, I don't know. Brains is probably the software you're using. On yeah. Um, so you have to have a software. R- right. A lot of them will come with like don't a, fir- they have a, a pool? firmware. They have a okay. slush 
Slush pool. Yeah, slush pool is yeah, that's right. Brains has a slush pool. So slush pool is what you guys are using then. Okay, yeah. I think. Right. Sorry, Luxor. It, it must be. <laughs> or whoever else. Luxor's great. Foundry's great. I'm the friends with both of them. I love them. All good dudes. All good dudes. Ethan, Jeff, Cam, all those dudes. They're good guys. All of them. Sponsor our podcast. Yeah, sponsor our podcast. <laughs> but um yes, so you guys were part of Slush Pool. Um the slush pool was, I believe, the largest pool for a while. Foundry's now the largest pool. Okay. Uh, Luxor's continuing to grow, but um, yeah, you get, you will you join a pool. I mean, yeah. if you're wanting to actually make it a business, you you got to join a pool. How do you connect your minor? Oh, sorry. How do you? Oh, literally, like you plug these in. Um, they come already pre-set up with like some firmware, hard or software. <laughs> right. And okay. You can you can add to it and you can change it. Um, we used a lot of, we used some Avalon machines and some Bitmain machines. We actually did not, when I was at Jay, we did not have any what's miners, but, um, we went in and we utilized brains as well. Um, we also used some stock software and firmware for a while, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's really pretty simple. They so just come pre, yeah, they come uh-huh. pre wired okay. for it. And, and if you win, you get alerted and you're like, mm-hmm. hey, you want Yeah, that's what I'm like. How do Bitcoin <laughs> companies stay afloat if they're not selling miners or developing software? You're just taking the chance that your miner's going to hit the lottery? Well, no, because you join the pool. So uh, the, po- the pool okay. will pay you out every day. So oh. And they pay you per terahash. So right now, and there's actually a hash price index that Luxor has out. Um, and it will kind of show you, like, I, I haven't checked what it is right now, but say around seven cents, eight cents is probably my guess. Um, we had a little, you know, price bump in the last couple of days, last few days. Um, but they, so they pay you per terahash, <laughs> mm-hmm. like eight cents, you know, whatever the, the market. And that market is dictated by the Bitcoin price, mm-hmm. but also the difficulty. And mm-hmm. that's something else we can get to. So I know. Jesus, this is going to have to be like a five part. I know. Yeah. The difficulty of solving the block. The difficulty is based on how many miners are on the network, like how much terahash oh. is being contributed. So when you hear oh. record hash rate, that's the difficulty rate going up. And so. Just more miners coming. Right. So there's less of a chance that you're going to hit it. And so the more miners that come on, because remember, there's a fixed supply of Bitcoin right. every day. So like mm-hmm. there's 900 a day right now. So 900 a day split up between however many terahash in the world are contributing mm. to the network, right? Mm-hmm. So the more people that come so on, <laughs> you got more terahash coming on. So then your price or your price per terahash goes down. And so th- what happened over the last like year, two years, is that Bitcoin's price starts tanking, mm-hmm. but the difficulty factors keeps going up. And a lot of that has to do right now because... There were so many groups that were buying machines, big bulk mass numbers of machines that take several months to get in. Well, they bought them during the bull market. Mm. And then by the time they got them, price had dropped. Well, they still got to bring them online. Mm-hmm. And so they bring them online. So your, your hash rate goes up while your profitability is going down. It's just, it's a, it's a double whammy. This you makes know? my brain hurt. So it's very much like so oil and gas. Every time you say something, I'm like, I have ten more questions. To I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's is okay. This no, it's good. Like, is it's this good, good enough for 101? I mean, uh, I have learned a lot. I yeah, have a, I have a question about uh, taking it to the oil and gas. Side. I was just gonna say, let's yeah, yeah roll. Um, in. Mm-hmm. Whenever, so let's say a company they want to, you know, make their stranded gas. Yeah. 
do this. Yeah, do this. <laughs> so instead do of this. flaring what it. If they're going to gonna mitigate their flare by generating electricity on site, and we monetize that electricity. Okay, so the company oh. does usually do the operators want to monetize, or is it like they want to sell it to? Right. So it's a mix. Okay. But for the most part, right now where we're at, in this cycle or in the, the stage of the industry, I would say most groups just want to sell that flare gas. They want to mitigate and let their miners flare. Right, buy it. Right. And they're like, look, we don't want to get in the Bitcoin mining. Okay. We're not, we don't care. Mm-hmm. We, we just don't want to flare. And if we can monetize that gas by not flaring, great, we'll do it. So they're selling it. So they'll sell the gas. So typically what I'm doing a lot of right now is gas purchase agreements with operators mm. where I just, you know, working with miners, we go in, negotiate a deal with the operator, and we start buying the gas from the operator. And then do they have their mine on location? Usually it's on location. By, I was the, just by the flare. That. Right, right. By the flare stack. So where's like, the okay, this is like a oil and gas question, but where's a flare? Like it's is it on the what, what structure is it on? It, it's usually just offsetting the pad somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like it's while you're drilling? While you're drilling and then after production, after you're okay. production. Okay, and so the line. gas has to go somewhere. Right. And prior to this, it was just burnt. Yeah. Burnt. Have you or ever like driven yeah. to Pasadena or Deer Park and all the flare? flare yeah, mm-hmm. no, I, I see flares all the time, but I'm one, I was wondering more like, yeah, are they associated oops, with like rigs or mm-hmm. pump jacks or all the above all or the above. wellhead or all the above? The plants. Most of them right now plants? are wellhead. Mm-hmm. Most of them wellhead, right now are okay. wellhead. But um, as. <laughs> Oil and gas operators continue to kind of grow their knowledge in mm-hmm. it, which this show could be a big part of, right? right. Um, mm-hmm. Because honestly, what you guys are asking is no different than what I get asked from some of the very high up folks at oil and gas companies. Like they, they ask me the yeah. same type of thing. So it's not, I mean, none of these are dumb questions at all. It's, it's very legitimate that this is, this is part of the education time. You know what I mean? Like, like the industry... We're so early in it still that these are legitimate questions that mm-hmm. people just need to know <laughs> that it's not, number one, it's not this like crazy operationally intensive thing that's going to interfere with your oil and gas operations. Like this mm-hmm. is something very simple that we can set up and it's actually very much something that they've been doing for years. Right. Um, there's been natural gas electric generators, mm-hmm. well, natural gas generators that generate electricity uh, on site for 20 years at least. Right, yeah. So this is not like a novel concept. There's some groups out there that are trying to pretend that they invented this. The reality <laughs> is natural gas generators have been around for a long time. Yeah. Now you're all you're doing is you're plugging in computers into right. generate or to utilize that electricity. Instead of rather whatever wellhead else. Wellhead equipment or yeah. like saltwater disposal pumps, whatever it may be. It's not really a novel concept. So once the operators, the oil and gas operators start to understand that more. And on a bigger scale, they're going to pour into it because it's the easiest right. way to mitigate a flare that I've ever seen. Well, and they get to make money because right. I feel like if they're plugging that elect, they're using that electricity for something that's already on site, you mm-hmm. know, better for the environment, mitigating the gas, et cetera. But they're not making, they're not getting paid for that. Right. I feel right. like, you, oh, sorry, Jules, you, go ahead. I know, just how do you determine the price? Like uh, you're gonna go up right. The good gas. question. Mm. This is a good question. Um, not a dumb question. <laughs> Another dumb. one. You guys. We have smart questions. Yeah, right. yeah, <laughs> we do. Yeah. No, we ask the smart questions. So you don't have to <laughs> <smart laughs> <women. laughs> Because Bitcoin is 
very competitive. Mining is very competitive. Like you're the one of the biggest inputs you need to factor in when you're trying to create a mine or mining company is your cost of power. Mm-hmm. That's your biggest opex mm-hmm. number. So it's you know eighty to ninety percent of your opex of of your opex is your cost of power. Um, the lower your power costs, the more you can stay competitive. So like right now we're in this low mm-hmm. profitability time frame of Bitcoin mining. So um, you need your cost of power to be as low as possible so your margins are bigger. Mm-hmm. Well, Bitcoin mining or uh, flare gas mining is one of the cheaper ways to do it because you like there's no other use for that gas. Really. Right. And right. so I'm buying it from you where you would normally be just burning it off mm-hmm. and getting mm-hmm. nothing out of it like, mm-hmm. you, like you mentioned. And so that's what makes it really attractive. And so groups like Giga Energy that own their own generators I mean, they're getting a super low cost of power and that allows them when all the other miners and profitability drops and somebody's mining at five, six cents, they're mining at two, right. three, mm-hmm. you know? And so mm-hmm. it's like, we hit this profitability break even right here. Well, they can keep operating because they're down here. These other folks are like, we got to operate at a loss or we got to shut in. Yeah. And so it's very much like oil and gas in that regard too. This is, it's almost the same business as oil and gas. And I'll, I'm going to give you my analogy. And I, I bet anybody who like actually cares what I have to say is going to be like, I've heard this freaking <laughs> dude say this a million times. It's going to be your uh, Bitcoin lawyer tattooed. Twitter bio. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's a great idea, Sydney. I like that. I'm going to do that too. You're welcome. <laughs> my you, PR services are available. I was going to say, you must be a PR marketing <laughs> gal. So um, oil and gas is a wellbore producing hydrocarbons that you sell for USD. Bitcoin mining is an ASIC instead of a wellbore. You produce terahash that you sell for Bitcoin. Mm. Both one is of those industries, you want to be the lowest cost operator to produce a barrel or the lowest cost operator to produce a Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, this is the same business. It's the right. same business. Mm-hmm. You don't need geology as much. But other than that, it's like, man, this is, this is ideal. The geology in this is finding the cheapest asset, right? This cheapest asset that I can produce. A Bitcoin in so, and that's electricity. So, uh, flare gas mining is a great way to do that. And um, and on top of that, you have the environmental ben- benefit, right? Right. So, um, I feel like this is really like making it all come together for me because I yeah, feel like insane. obviously before I started here, like I knew what Bitcoin was, mm-hmm. like I'd heard of Bitcoin mining, didn't get it. Still until literally right now, didn't fully understand. Why oil and gas companies like mission <laughs> should accomplish, or like w- how it was directly related mm-hmm. to energy? Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I knew that it had something to do with the flare gas, but I feel like someone needed to spell it out. Mm-hmm. Extra gas, clay. Mm-hmm. Cre- I'm having a stroke. Creates <laughs> electricity. Plug it in right. to the miner. Everyone wins, mm-hmm. except if you don't hit. Right. Whatever. But, but again, that's why you join mining. Yeah. Pool, like Foundry or Luxor. Exactly. Sponsor our podcast. Right, correct. Love that. This has been very interesting. Now we're going to go into Empower. Yeah. Just ready to go. Put me on the uh, Bitcoin 101. Yes. Yeah. You know what? Y'all should have one of those. That wouldn't be Well, shameless plug if anyone listening, whether you know about Bitcoin mining or not, at Empower. We are having some one-on-one sessions on Bitcoin and Bitcoin mining. So if you come, we won't be teaching. We will not be teaching. But so you can come and they'll be at the beginning of every day. So you can kind of get that base knowledge like we just did. So that is you're sitting at these panels Mm -hmm. with people like Justin. You're not 
completely yeah fucking there's also a lightning <laughs> like network 101 which yes. we didn't oh, really that, touch yeah. on that's but, great yeah definitely do that uh, that'll, yeah. that'll be very beneficial to a lot of people mm-hmm. because we don't like a lot of people be like i don't understand bitcoin i'm like do you understand visa do you really understand how it works i don't yeah, I, don't. I have no do idea. Have yeah. Like, uh, I just swipe the card. I just and swipe it. And I don't know how it works. Hope for the like, best. Yeah, there's like some double spin thing and all this stuff. It's like, yeah, it's just I don't know. I just know they're taking a cut. Right. And but that's the thing. Like we we fall for like this like media narrative on so many things so mm-hmm. so often. And the reality is, if you kind of look at things that are similar. You don't understand what the hell those are either. Right. You, know but you don't question them. Because it's normal. It's yeah. Normal. It's, normal. Yeah. Yeah. it's because it's yeah. new. I feel like people are always skeptical and very, um, what's what I'm looking for? Just... They, negative right. towards things they don't understand. Well, and then negative right. things happen, like FTX, which is oh tied god, to Bitcoin, and they're like, "This right. is why oh, Bitcoin is bad," but mm-hmm. you don't actually right. know why. They don't. They don't. And, and there is an active effort to knock Bitcoin down from a variety of different <laughs> angles and for a variety of different groups. A lot of times, if you look at the FUD, which we basically is fear, uncertainty, and doubt mm. um, that gets pumped out by different groups, if you back into it and boil it down. I've seen a bunch of these studies that were done by like Bank of America, JP Morgan, right. all these groups that are like, well, you don't want this to succeed. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, we're going to talk about Ms. the Lawrence energy usage, news, yeah. but we don't talk about, look, there's a ESG is talked about a lot with Bitcoin and Bitcoin mining in particular, um, but they only focus on the E and then it's environmental stuff, but it really, it's like, oh, energy consumption. They don't, talk about the S or the G right. and the S is like the social utility. What, what is going on with it? What are you using this energy for? If you would look at it from that standpoint and not look at just like the naivete that we have in America about what other people live in mm-hmm. around the world, mm-hmm. there's a huge social value to Bitcoin and Bitcoin mining in particular because of what it can do for bringing power to places that don't have it right now. Right. These other countries that are around the world, they don't have the money to go build out grid infrastructure to develop undeveloped areas in their country. Bitcoin mining, and this has been evidenced by what's going on in Africa right now with my boy, Marshall Long. um, It's a way to monetize grid infrastructure development in areas that would not normally get it. I have a question about that because Mm -hmm. I did listen to y'all's episode. Yeah. I think it's very, very cool. My question was, though, like, how do they monetize? Is it because they're getting they're running the machines. Bitcoin? Right. Okay. So, like, think about it like this. Like, if I'm going to Africa or El Salvador or wherever, El Salvador's got, like, 60% of their countries undeveloped. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing people think about. Like, there's so many people who live in San Salvador. Well, they don't have grid infrastructure in other areas of the country. Like, you have to – I don't want to go live in the jungle where I don't have any type of power and – I can't, you right. know, take a shower or like, right. like there's a lot of reasons why they continue to just pile up in these cities and they don't have the money to go develop these undeveloped areas. Well, I could take, if I was a country like that, I could say, look, we can go mine Bitcoin. We can go build a solar facility out here. There's nobody that lives there. Not yet. Develop the grid and mine Bitcoin with it. And for the next three to five years, we're going to mine Bitcoin out there, generating revenue and generating mm-hmm. a return. And while people then continue to start moving out there because now there's power, right? I can start diverting the power away from the mining facility and send and it to the, the residential the, okay. commercial development. Yeah. 
And so then you generate jobs, mm -hmm. housing, tourism, all types of things. And you can do it strategically wherever you want within the country. So it's, it's honestly, it's a super simple thing. Right. It's like, mm -hmm. I get paid just because I want to join a mining pool and I'm going to run these machines off this solar facility that's out there now. I can start generating some income that starts paying down that facility, geothermal, hydro, whatever it may be. It's like, right. okay, we can afford to put this out here now because we can get now monetize it. Right. It's like having, a, it's, we call it like the buyer of last resort. So it's, it is a, it's a consumer of that electricity and you're going to get paid for it. Mm -hmm. So it allows you to take money that you wouldn't normally afford to be able to mm -hmm. put somewhere and put it into grid development. There will also be a panel on that, Adam Power. Yeah. You guys come learn more. These, you though. just answered our first rapid fire question. Why should we care about Wait, before Bitcoin? we go into rapid fire. Oof, I'm scared. Uh oh. It's nervous. <laughs> no, it'll be you already answered the first one. Explain yeah, the difference between Bitcoin and crypto. Oh, yes. Um I so a lot like mm. 2016, I was actually in the crypto space. Really? Yeah. I, I was like a um community manager moderate uh, uh, i was in a bunch of these telegram groups yeah. i moderated everything i <laughs> really? was like marketing yeah. these icos yeah oh it, let me tell you this was like the biggest <laughs> that was in the that was like the day too it was insane so yeah. these people i mean they were crazy mm. and um the amount of money that people were putting into these icos with no product or anything like nothing developed right. I don't yeah. think any of the companies I worked for actually lasted. I mean, really? I, I really right. don't think yeah. anything. They were selling the coins mm -hmm. before. Before there was even like a product. There was probably. no technology. There was right. a thought. Right. Yeah. Right. There was no coins. And there that, was nothing. That, <laughs> that is unfortunately gets tied to Bitcoin a lot for people that are not really knowledgeable. Yeah. Um, it's unfortunate because it's not related to Bitcoin at all. And it's actually, in my opinion, like the antithesis of Bitcoin. Bitcoin does not have a group that can go sell Bitcoin right. just to generate a bunch of revenue based off this crazy idea. Yeah. Like Bitcoin is, in my mind, a store value that is equivalent to like, and I know a lot of people would disagree, I don't care, uh, like a digital type of gold, right? This is one where um, I believe Bitcoin can revolutionize the way that we interact with each other mm -hmm. from a monetary standpoint. These other assets, and, and that's mainly because there's not one person, one group, anybody controls it. They can't all of a sudden decide, you know what? We know there's 21 million Bitcoin, but no, we're going to make it 42 million. Right. Yeah. Like Vitalik, Ethereum, all these, uh, you know, all these other groups and, and coins, they can do that. Yeah. As we've seen with Ethereum going to POS, mm -hmm. proof of stake. Mm -hmm. um, that is not something that, that can happen in Bitcoin. And Theoretically, I guess it could. You have to have fifty-one percent of the network. Though it's not, it's not going to happen. Like, yeah, it's it's virtually almost impossible in my mind. So um, th there are ways you, it could happen, but it's it'd be very very difficult. Um, so it's in in my mind and in my opinion, it's almost an incorruptible system, which is what I want my money tied to. Yeah. I don't want my money subject to the whims of some dude. And I don't know if you've seen. Vitalik, but that ain't the dude <laughs> I want my money tied to. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So, um, so all these crypto just, boys like, create their own. Oh yeah, anybody coin? can. And that there's going to be a lot what? of there's going to be that's a wreck. That's wild. I also think it's it kind of sucks for 
blockchain blockchain technology mm-hmm. because I think mm-hmm. there's a lot of power in the blockchain and a lot of cool things that right. could come from it. Um, but it's all clouded with people right. trying to create all these coins and right. right. It, you're right. This and it's unfortunate. This is what happens in life so many times. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like there's good things, but people realize the good in it and then they try to take advantage of yeah. it and they destroy it. And so yeah. it's now it's like because a lot of the maxis, they just hate the term blockchain. They hate all this. And I get it. But it's like, I do see the value in blockchain. Um, you know, I come from the oil gas world. There's a lot of applications where it make a lot of sense. Yeah. And like help, you know, help, right. help uh, smooth things out or like speed things up, make it more efficient. But um, unfortunately, you've got all these freaking crypto bros that are out there just trying to monetize. And yeah, I don't want to use too foul language, but basically like, you can say that for it if you it's want. It's with the it's the same like Talk people over. No, I feel like crypto is like also the same as NFTs, and I just right. feel like they are right. It's a it's, it's a fad. It's a fa- yes, right. yes, yeah. it's a whole yeah. NFT is a whole other thing. I'm like, what does that even mean? What does it stand for? What does it mean? We're what not getting it? into that today. Yeah, we're not. We'll be here forever. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, we're well, late to our I don't dance know party. A whole lot about it. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I guess got a dance party here too. So. <laughs> but you did. To Jules's point, you did kind of answer her first rapid fire. You did. Why we should care about Bitcoin? Uh, number two is just like, what's the number one misconception about the Bitcoin industry? <sighs> well, in, I, in I think that that the energy use is is bad. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I I think that that is such a bad bad way to think of things because again. When you look at energy consumption, I think that you have to evaluate its use case. And then people that say there's no value to Bitcoin. I heard a guy in Rogan the other day talking about it. And he's a pretty respectable dude. He's actually, I think he's from Missouri, at least went to school in Missouri, which is unfortunate because I'm from Missouri as well. And I just always brag about Missouri. And then I had this dude in there talking about Peter Zahan. He's a sharp guy. enjoyed everything else he had to say. I think he's completely wrong on that. But um, uh, that is probably the biggest misconception there's no value to it mm-hmm. and it doesn't have a use case um and the energy consumption then doesn't justify it being existing yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so um that to me is the biggest misconception because again as evidenced by like what's happening in africa mm-hmm. and el salvador it's like no bringing banking or some system of banking to people is one of the best ways to enhance their lifestyle and their right. their livelihood and like people in El Salvador hardly anybody had access to banking yeah this is a way to where it's like look you is it a bank no but is it a way to basically hold your money mm-hmm. and not have to be sticking cash under your mattress yeah yes so it's well, improving their quality of very, life naive very naive when I feel yeah. like there are some countries where the government and I would assume therefore banking system is super corrupt Oh, yeah. absolutely. So this completely mitigates right. that risk of right. just getting fucked over by your own government. Right. Very good point, Sydney. That you're taking the power out of the bank's hands yeah. and the government's saying putting it in yours. And another one is like the you look at the trucker rallies up in Canada. Um, if you remember, the, oh, the government steps in and starts they lock their right, locking accounts. people's accounts oh, shit. and shutting them yeah. down and not That's allowing good. them to donate to certain things, forcing mm-hmm. fa- uh, f- fundraising groups to turn over information to them and and then they go and literally start punishing people over that. Bitcoin eliminates that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can send money wherever I want, peer to peer. I don't need some government lackey uh, authorizing me to send money wherever I wanted to send it. 
Damn. Yeah. I just, what a fucking concept. I, <laughs> that someone came that up, really this group came up with this and like thought it all out. It's remarkable. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly, I've thought that same thing. I'm like, man, I don't want to sound like over the top or like, I don't know, hyperbolic in my rhetoric, but it's remarkable. It's like, it, it is. it's. It is genius. Even if it's you're genius. not, even if you don't want to buy in, right. you still have to admit it's a pretty fucking right. genius right. idea. I agree mm-hmm. completely. It's to think it out the way they did. Mm-hmm. I'm not a computer nerd, but I'm like, holy shit, these motherfuckers are smart. Right. Is, <laughs> Satoshi, wherever you are, yeah, you're smart. Motherfucker. Right. It's impressive. Very uh, impressive. Jules, so. number three, last number one, three, best last one. one. What's your most embarrassing story? Oh, in your career. In, in your my career. career. Yeah. Okay. Well, Wait, actually, most, I like that. Most Whatever one you want to tell. Oh, gosh. Let's see. Oof. There's some that are not air appropriate <laughs> at all. Most, I, I can tell you my most embarrassing in my career. Okay. I'll tell you that one for sure. I was we'll working at Anadarko, and uh, I like to uh, fancy myself a basketball player. And uh, we <laughs> had a basketball court at Anadarko, right? And, uh, <laughs> I do have some friends and they're going to listen to this and they're going to fucking die laughing when they hear me talk about it because they actually have pictures of what I looked like after this happened. But there was a dude that I was playing against. He was like six seven, big old guy. He was an accountant, of course. And uh, I won't say his name because I don't want to put him on blast, but there was only like one six seven accountant in the world. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so I like drove to the middle of the lane and I like pump faked and he jumped and <laughs> I tried to like kind of go around him and his hip hit me in the nose, <gasps> shatters my nose, just oh, explodes no. it. I like saw white and I, I go down <laughs> on my hands and knees and I hear everybody making fun of me, but I can't like see anything. And I, I look <laughs> up and the first thing I see is my buddy's face, Parker Ald. And he <laughs> he's looking at me, he's like laughing. And then his face goes, and I was like, what? And I felt the blood just come out. And I, sh- I, I mean, my nose was, it's already big. It was enormous. <laughs> enormous. Wait, did you say that there was a photo? There is a photo. There is a photo out there. We're going to well, insert it. I know. I'm not going to ask done. if we can insert it. I'm sure my buddy Cade would have this photo and he would love to send it out. But uh, so then I'm, I go to the sideline bleeding everywhere, you know, and somebody thought there was a fight because it, it sounded like a punch, right? And uh, they come down like, oh, my gosh, you know, are you okay? And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm really <laughs> not, not okay. Not, at okay. I'm not, okay. <laughs> not at all. A girl comes down and hands me a tampon <gasps> to stick in my nose. And I'm like, no, no. She's like, do it. This is what they do in the military. And I'm like, I'm up here with like, this is like a frat house. Andrew Dargo was like a frat house at the time. And I'm like, if you think I'm sticking a tampon in my nose right now. And in it's front actually going to stop friends, that kind of bleeding? I, you did it. I did it. <laughs> I ended up doing it. Have you guys seen She's the Man with Amanda Bynes? Yes. Oh, did that happen? Yeah. They do it there. Yeah. The so, um, yeah. I ended up sticking a tampon in my nose at uh, Anadarko. On both sides? Yeah. No, just one. Well, that's what just I'm like. One. If it's coming out both sides, did it stop Can you bring? Yeah. Oh, no. My, I, I even had a little piece had pierced the skin up here. Oh. Like, it, it shattered. Yeah, it was hips. Oh, yes. It was like, it was God. perfect hit. But, yeah, that was pretty embarrassing. So That's that's and a I good missed one. my vacation after that. Yikes. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Did you work at Anadarko? I heard their uh, holiday parties were a little it was wild. Dope. We had a. Uh, were you there? They had Maroon Five. Yeah, it was. Yeah. What? Yeah, we had Maroon Five. We had what? Zach Brown band. Yeah. Uh, when Maroon serious? Five came, like 
I didn't see my wife like the whole night. I'm pretty sure that she was like, where's Adam like, Levine? Yeah, I don't yeah, fucking blame yeah, her. She was backstage. Yeah. Me right there. Right. It, was, it was definitely like, whoa. I have not seen her for like four hours. But, you know, <laughs> She's, she was thriving. Yeah. I mean, yeah. She, yeah. Yeah. She, she was definitely, definitely was. enjoying her time. I'm very, very confident of that. So, I love it. Yeah, it, it was That's incredible. Awesome. Christmas parties are great. I don't think they do that anymore. They don't. Yeah. I was about yeah. to say, can you get invited and invite us? I was yeah, going to say, no, how can well, I get into Oxy these elite doesn't. oil and gas? Oh, right. I forgot they yeah. got. Yeah, I, you know, I don't know if they happen like that anymore. I think really? they kind of, yeah, with well, the downturn really kind of squashed it. I don't know about the band portion of it, mm. but um, I heard the KPMG was pretty wild I, this I, year. I, I bet from yeah. some reliable yeah. sources, inside yeah. sources, inside. I need to get invited to these. How are invited? No, Jules, you need a finance bro boyfriend that oh, works for one of these. How can I get my surfing That will get us in. <laughs> Inserted in these parties. If everyone gets plus ones, Julie and I will go with whatever little 25-year-old bro needs a date. <laughs> yeah. We'll just show up. Yeah. Just be yeah, like, hey. We'll they're both not single, but they're <laughs> really fun. Friends, we'll have a good and you're time. gonna have a good time. I'll tell you, there's maybe not a lot of 25 year old ones. There's a lot of like 65 year old dudes that would oh, love to take we'll you. Oh, we'll go the other direction. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It would probably be more fancy that way too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. The older dudes. Yeah, they definitely they take you to better pre dinners and all that. It's, yeah. Take yeah. us in the limo. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like where your head's at. All right, 65 year old dudes, we're available. <laughs> Hit us up. Yeah. The holiday party yeah. plus ones for hire. <laughs> Hit me up on LinkedIn, Julianne Talent bio. I love to dance. <laughs> that is her LinkedIn bio. Is I love it really? to dance. Yeah. I, I love, love to, to dance. dance. All right. All right. I like uh, that. Oh, but then it's like, oh, wait, this is a professional platform. <laughs> you followed that up with, oh, wait, this is a professional platform. And then it's yeah. like marketing and digital outcomes. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is great. Justin, thank you so much. Yeah, no. I feel like I learned a shit ton. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I hope yeah. You did. I, well, I mean, stuff that. I feel like when I read stuff like this, I still don't understand it. Like the yeah. whole FTX thing, I, I'm like, what mm -hmm. was happening? And now, and I've I tried. Me, yeah. Allegedly, that's my uh, lawyer way of protecting myself. <laughs> allegedly, it's a Ponzi scheme, in my opinion. Yeah, like, yeah. it was. That's 100%. literally what it was. Is For sure. They were taking money from somebody else and putting it here, putting and then here, taking it yeah, there, yeah. Taking it there. And surprise, I mean, they have no money. <laughs> right, and it blows my mind that groups like Sequoia and these groups would give money to what I've heard and what I've read. I don't know that whether it's yeah. actually factual, but not even having an accounting department or a CFO. Celebrities too. Right. We're all in. It mm -hmm. blows my mind. Blows my mind. that there were, I've raised money with private equities and it's like, there was no way that they would do right. something yeah. right. like this. So it's really, I don't know. It's, it's very Wild. interesting to me. What though. a time to be alive. Very yeah. Much. Right. Julie, do we have any announcements? I'm sure we do. We do. We have Wine Night coming up February 1st. Yes. This isn't at Drift. At Drift. Yeah. At Same Drift. spot. 6 p.m. Be there yeah. or be square. Yes. Yep. Um, and then we have Energy Tech Night February 9th. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Energy I Tech have not Night. Been you to better Energy be there. I'm Are go. you coming? I'll you go. Yeah. Be there. I have not been to one yet. So they're fun. Yeah, they're I'll they're go. definitely I'll one go. of my favorite they are events. Fun. They're Winner's fine. going home with the gold chain this time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no belt. You know ah. Shit is about to, to get real. I'm going to be in Bahrain on February 9th. What? Yeah. Where? It's Bahrain. Bahrain. Actually, we might need to cut this part. I can't maybe say that. What is Bahrain? <laughs> it's a country. Oh. Scratch that. Over in the Middle East. Yeah. Yeah. Well, lucky for you. We have three more energy tech nights. So you Perfect. have your choice of you can Denver, come down to Oklahoma Midland. City, oh. or Midland. Come like to Denver. Denver. Come yeah, to Denver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Denver. I like that. Yeah, come on. It's a club. 
Oh, is it really? venue is a club. It is a club. Ah, that's so fun. It's a night club. A club. It's a club. How's I'm old, so what is the difference in a club and a club? <laughs> no. <laughs> Nothing. Wait, actually, Rapid Sydney taught me club. I club. I, I, I don't even know. I just feel like me and my I, friends, because we're also clerb. getting home, we're like, ooh, the club. I've never heard that, that before. And then you're like walking around the club. And so I now, always say it too. <laughs> me and my mom walk around and we're like, we're going to the club. The club. <laughs> So okay. I have no idea. I'm still trying to figure out what is the difference in club and club. It's, is it just the way we say it? Yeah. Is that it? There's is no that difference. It? Sorry, Jules. I'm old. Oh, no, there's just, no you're actually like concerned. concerned like, like what's the difference? Like, there's yeah. nothing. I don't even know what where I got it or where it came from. It's just like the cool way of saying it. It's like the cool way of saying it. Saying the club. Okay. All right. Next time you go to the club, Sam, I'm going to the club. Next time I'm at the club, I'm going to the club. You're going to the club. Guys, is this the club? I don't know. I'm looking for the club. Am I the club? Am I at the club? <laughs> uh, Gosh, oh I'm I love it. Um, well, thank you for having else? me. Yeah, yeah, yeah thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank yeah. you for coming on. Enjoy Especially short, like last minute. Yeah, ah, no, no problem. Two days no problem. Ago. I, I'm a good feeling guy, you know? Mm-hmm. Whenever you need something. <laughs> if you want to learn more. Call will be boring. Uh, if you want to learn more. No, I feel like we definitely need like a part two, for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, let's do yeah. it. Anytime. Yeah. I'm totally down. Cool. We're actually recording an episode here in like two hours. So oh, there you go. Nice. I might even change my shirt just so I don't look like weird. <laughs> I, I don't wear the same thing every day. You could do another shot. Third time's the charm. Let's do it. Get yeah. it out. Oh, yeah. another oh shot. But you all have to take I'll one take this it. time. We Jules all got to take, take one. one. You need a warm up, Sydney. Which, which You're getting one? ready to go on Cabo Shrimp. Which one? I open? know. This one? Yeah, I guess. I like. How big a group deal is this that you guys are going on? Oh, it's just me and my boyfriend. Oh, really? Yeah, it was our Christmas present really? to each other. Nice. We decided yeah. to do a trip and say, oh, Joel's like tiny. Yeah. Can I put a little Coke in it? Is that. You want Are some, you taking one? You want some I'll sodi in your shot? There we go. That's, you can do like a tiny It's just a little baby. Okay. I can do that. that that's enough. <laughs> oh, I hear the bottle? Oh, thank gosh. <laughs> thank gosh. Pick your poison. Ooh. All right. See Cheers. now, this is Ooh. the definition of a club. Yeah. We're in the club. Yeah. Let's go to the club. <laughs> and we're going to the club. All right. Ooh. Man. Like and Thank subscribe, you. guys. How do y'all take? Like and subscribe. Yeah, li- Bye. Like and subscribe. Ooh.